the era of action part one this is a robot reading the era of action it's a good mo letter it's way back in the day it's uh well i'll let the robot read it you'll see it's from about 16 years ago but i'm gonna i'm gonna share this the era of action part one New power and promises for a new day. By Maria. Maria number 530 CM3288-1-2000. Picture caption. This is the picture of my bride, my wild and free simple one, arrayed only in the transparent gown of humility, whereby my strength, my anointing and my power can shine through so brightly. This is a portrayal of both my promised cloak of anointing upon my bride for this new era, and of the day of battle my little one has now entered. For as you, my bride, enter the gates of this new year, you receive the new armor and the new cloak of my anointing. Contents The Lord Commendation 3. A Year of Change 3. I will do a new thing 3 been lagging behind? 4. An advance warning. 4. Who will stand? 4. Who will fall? 5. Give account to me 5. The battle cry. 5. Feeling apprehensive? 6. They will see and believe. 6. What you hold in your hands. 7. The season of awakening. 7. Why the greater power. 8. The poisoning of the world. 8. What Jesus depends on you for. 8. Your commission. 9. Changes soon to be manifested. 9. Take up your weapons. 9. A new age dawns. 10. How am I going to make it? 10. To the class of 99. 11. Graduating to the battlefield. 11. What happened in the spirit during the consecration ceremony? 11. The secret hollow. 12. Chosen. 12. Why you hold a special place. 13. Be proud to be Mrs. Jesus. 13. Here come the greater works. 14. Are we worthy? 14. When you need it, 15. And yet more gifts, 15. Ask. 15. Onward, Christian soldiers. 15. The armies of heaven. 16. Abundant spirit help available. 16. Outpourings. 17. New weapons in heaven. 17. Armor and training of heavenly. Legions. 18. What do heavenly weapons look like? 18. More on spiritual weapons in heaven. 19. Our unique anointing. 19. A power to reckon with. 20. It has begun. 20. Reserved.
21. How will we work miracles? 21. Why will we be leaders? 21. A new anointing for the king and queen. 22. Firepower from heaven. 22. Stepping into the future. 24. Note. Dear family. Most of the messages in this GN are good for all age groups, but a few messages contain excerpts where the Lord expresses His intimate, passionate love for us that may be more appropriate for junior teens and up. We suggest that someone read this letter before it is read to the home to prayerfully decide which portions of text might not be appropriate for the younger age groups in your home. Dear Family 1. I pray that the time you spent at the close of last year feasting on the Lord's words and preparing in spirit for the year 2000 was strengthening and renewing. Thank you for rededicating yourselves to Him and opening yourselves up to receive the new anointing He has promised. I'm sure that if you haven't already, it won't be long until you see the fruits of that anointing manifested in your life and service for the Lord too. Besides the wonderful promises for the new year that the Lord and Dad gave us in the feast letters, we have received an abundance of new messages telling us more about what this new era that we have just entered will hold, for us as a family and for the whole world tree. The Lord is lovingly preparing us for what is ahead by giving us insight into what's going on in the vision for what He wants to do through us. He's helping us better understand the tremendous power we have available to us from the spirit world, in order to do the awesome job He has commissioned us for. He's with us and we're going to triumph. 4. The messages in this GN were received in our home and other WS homes either at the end of the consecration ceremony on New Year's Eve or in the days shortly before or after that time. These aren't just messages for a few but they are for all of you in our precious family. Most of what the Lord and Dad have to say is straightforward and self-explanatory, so I'm not going to comment much throughout this GN but will let the messages speak for themselves. Some of the longer messages have been divided into shorter sections, as you'll see, to make for easier reading 5. I pray that the Lord's words will give each of you greater vision, insight, desperation and faith, and will strengthen and encourage your spirit for all that is ahead. The Lord Commendation 6. The Lord is very proud of you, and highly commends you for all that you've done for Him especially for your yieldedness and your willingness to continue following Him closely, more closely than ever, in this new year. In the days prior to New Year's Eve He said, 7. Jesus speaking. My darling brides, I love you so dearly. As you enter the new millennium I want to give you my appreciation for the past decades that you've given to reach my precious sheep aid. I know that it has cost each of you, from the youngest to the eldest, a great deal. You've laid down your lives daily. You've been despised and rejected of men. You've been persecuted. You've been driven from country to country. You have no land to call your own. You have forsaken all to put me and my kingdom first. Oh, how I love you, my darlings. Oh, how much you mean to me. 9. You have each changed the world, 
and you will continue to change the world as you look to me, as you lean hard upon me and dwell with me in the bed of love. I am the Rose of Sharon, and if you dwell with me, you will give off the fragrance of my love to all that you meet. End of message from Jesus. A year of change. 10. Mama. This next message from the Lord is something that will no doubt stir you up, a real challenge. Some of you might flinch at the mention of change and of the great battles we will be called on to fight, but really you shouldn't. After all, haven't you made it through every battle so far? Hasn't the Lord given you the grace, strength, inspiration, courage and faith you needed in every difficult situation you faced? Isn't he the author and finisher of your faith? If he's helped you thus far, he'll certainly help you in the days to come even unto the end of the world, the Bible promises. So don't let the enemy lie to you and tell you that you can't make it and you should just give up. Remember, the enemy can't win if you don't give in. Holding on means victory. Letting go means defeat. It's as simple as that 11. Meditate on these things and let the Lord speak to your heart. Ask Him if He has anything further for you personally to prepare you for the things He talks about that are to come. These are certainly exciting times that we're living in. 12. Jesus speaking. With the new year will come change, great change. The coming year will be the embodiment of the word change. You will see changes in almost every area of your lives and the lives of those around you. Things are not going to continue as they have been. With the ending of one era and the beginning of another, the training period is over. Now begins the field practice 13. No longer will you remain in your barracks, waking to the sound of the drill sergeant. His job is done, and now is the time to be sent into active duty. This will mean different things for each person. For some, the changes may not be so apparent immediately, but all will move forward 14. This coming year will bring with it many new assignments and challenges, for you have completed the training missions. Now it's time to engage the enemy in real fire. Until now you've been using practice shots and blanks and targets. But come the new year you will engage the forces of Satan in real battle. You've been summoned to the front, and it will be time to fight the devil as never before. And I will do a new thing. 15. I will do a new thing in many lives. This is the start of a new era, the opening of a door to a new time, the era of action. 16. For the last few years you've been getting ready, getting in touch with me and ordering your new weapons, and then training in the battlefield with these new weapons and learning how to use them. That has been the major drive of these last years. Each one will now be expected to pick up and use their new weapons like never before 17. Those who have not practiced well and who have slacked off in their training times will find that they're falling behind and that they will need to run and leap forward to catch up with those who have been faithfully applying the new one and have taken my call seriously. And been lagging behind? 18. To those who have been lagging behind, keep your eyes and ears open and listen very closely, 
for I will tell you many things that will propel you forward and help you to catch up quickly 19. Dangerous times are coming, and though I will protect you and keep you, remember that you're entering a new day, a new time, a new century, and a new calling. No longer will the armor of the past be sufficient, for the enemy will find that you're an easy target if you have not armed yourself with the new high-tech weaponry of my spirit. He will attack you and try to pull you down. To each of you who may still be struggling, I say that you can make it if you will simply throw yourself wholeheartedly into using the new weapons. Pick up your gun of prophecy and start using it. Pick up the shield of your relationship with me and loving me, and start defending your spirit from the lies and attacks of the devil 20. In the new year, he will try to tell many that I don't love them, that I'm far from them, and that I don't care for them. Those who are strong in me and have an intimate relationship with me will see that these are lies, and they will not be affected by them. But those who haven't taken me into their heart of hearts and started loving me intimately will find that these doubts will attack them much stronger and they will be faced with much more intense battles. Those who have already established a firm link with me will know that I am real and that I do love them, for they can simply run into my chambers and find me there, and love me and receive fresh assurance of my love for them. And an advance warning. 21. With the dawning of the new year, the Antichrist will step up his efforts for world control. He has seen this as a rallying point for his people, to make this millennium their millennium. He will work zealously to achieve this goal. You will see blatant disregard for faith and disgusting displays of evil that would have previously shocked the world, but now will be taken in stride and brushed off as a new way of running things 22. I'm warning you in advance that many things you will begin to see in the coming years will vex your righteous spirits. They will cause you to be angry and stirred up against the devil. Right now you have to continually stir yourself up, but then you will see things that will stir you up and keep you alert and in tune with me. 23. My friends, my lovers, this is the time of the end. It's not tomorrow, it's today. This is the day you've been training for. I will open the floodgates, and evil will no longer be held back as it has been for so long. I will release the spirits who have been bound by my hand for so long, and they will wreak havoc on the earth. These things will be prevalent, so that none might mistake what is coming. You will see the hand of Satan moving powerfully and swiftly to establish his kingdom. And who will stand? 24. Many who have not prepared for this time of the end will fall. Many who have not discerned the times will be taken aback and amazed and astonished at these things, and will be overcome in their bewilderment. They won't know how to react, and in their hesitation they will fall. But the children of David and those of other folds who have prepared against this day will stand strong and will launch into the fray boldly, leading the troops to victory 25. This new year will bring changes, yes, great changes. The era of action has begun. Now is the day to gird on your armor and prepare for war, for the day has come. The sound of the bugle has reverberated across the land, 
rallying my troops to gather together and to launch into the new year with a fervor that has not been seen since the early church. Many will hear this call and join with you. Many will be woken from their slumber, and many will come to your aid and to your defense. Many will stand and be counted with you as my true children of David. They will stand by your side and rally to your call. Many of my children will rise to this call and face this challenge together with you. It's a new day, a time of cooperation and unity between my children, and I will send you forth as the leaders in this new day 26. They will stand back and see with their own eyes that you have been with me. They will know that you have the wisdom and the knowledge of the events at hand, and they will rally to your battle cry. This, my children, is the day of March. It has come. Now go forth boldly into the fray, with me at your side. 27. I will stand by each one. In the years to come I will continue to stand strong on your behalf, and nothing will by any means harm you. If any man would touch you, fire will proceed out of my mouth to consume them. I will rain such judgments down on those that persecute you, that they will be sore afraid of you. They will know that you are mine and that in touching you, they offend me, and they will stand back. And who will fall? 28. There will also be those who continue to fall by the wayside, but do not fret yourselves, my loves. Leaders and commanders are few. Those who spearhead the attack are not many in number, but they are mighty in spirit. Those that go out to the front of the battle are they who are 100% dedicated. These, my loves, will be those who have given their all to me. 29. Many will fall by the wayside, not only from your ranks, but also from the ranks of other sincere and dedicated Christians worldwide. They will not be able to keep up with the rigorous spiritual progress that will be needed. They have lagged too far behind. Those who will fall away will be those who have either not heard my battle call, or they have heard but have been so slack in their training that they will not know what to do, and therefore will be overwhelmed and confused. There will be many who fall away, for have I not said that there would be a great falling away first, and that then the man of sin will be revealed? As times grow darker, those who are not strong in me will fall by the wayside, giving way to those who will go forward with me, and give account to me. 30. At this time I call each of you to stay very close to me and to not look to the left nor to the right to what your neighbor is doing, and to not compare your spiritual life with theirs. No, my loves, I want you to look to me and see exactly what I want you to do. Each of you must give account before me, and must answer to me for your spiritual growth and tell 31. In the days to come you will see the wisdom in this move of my spirit. I will ask certain individuals to do things that may seem strange or unusual to you, but because you know that they are following me as closely as they can, and because you are following me closely as well, you'll know that what they're doing is within my will. And the battle cry. 32. To all my children I issue this battle cry, watch and pray, for you're entering the days of action. No longer will you be sitting on the sidelines. You will be launched into the fray, 
into the front of the battle where you will confront evil face to face. Many of you have been sheltered from the most dangerous missions for a long time, that you might be prepared and trained for them, but now I will send you into them, for you are ready. Yes, my loves, you are ready. 33. Sound the rallying call. Call out to your leader to who might be stumbling. Call out and encourage him and help him. You must be closely knit together in order to make it through this coming year in the time to come. I must melt your hearts together so that you'll be able to trust one another and believe in and love each other. The devil seeks to sow division and to divide you, so that you might fall. Resist his attacks. Fight against them with all your might, for division could be your downfall. 34. Mama. I thought that some of you might have a question about how the Lord speaks of us being launched into the fray and how we'll now be engaging the forces of the enemy in real battle. Many of you no doubt feel you've faced or are facing real battlefront action already, especially those of you who have suffered persecution or live in closed or dangerous countries. Here is something the Lord had to say about that. 35. Jesus speaking. It's not as if you have not faced battlefield action. You have. Many of you have fought, and fought vigorously. Yet in comparison with what is ahead, battles of the past will seem small. Every one of you has known for years that you were in the days of preparation. Preparation doesn't mean that you don't fight any real battles. What it means is that through the ones you fight, you are being prepared for bigger ones 36. The comparison of the drill sergeant and the frontline battle is one that may be difficult for you to understand logically, because you feel you have faced real battles and enemies, and you have. Yet there is so much more to come. I give you this example to show you how different the battles will be, and how things will intensify in this new year 37. For some it will be less of a change, because you're accustomed both to using the new weapons and to facing the enemy in life or death battlefront situations. Yet in this new era, it will not only be a few who will face such things, but everyone. You will all be called to battlefront action. It's not a fearful thing, but it's something to be excited about, for it will provide many opportunities for me to show my mighty power through you and on your behalf. End of message from Jesus. And feeling apprehensive? 38. To those who might be apprehensive or worried about all that the future might bring, I say this, look to the past years in which both your father David and Queen Maria have led you. Behold the multitude of miracles I have done in your lives. Look at the miracles of protection, supply and abundant provision I've done for you. Do you think I would abandon you now? Do you think that after investing so much time and effort in your training, I would abandon you and leave you helpless? 39. My darling brides, remember that I am your Lord, your God, your husband and your provider. I will not leave you destitute and lacking. I will work so mightily on your behalf that you will stand in awe at all that I will do for you. You will see my hand work mightily on your behalf, and you will see and perform miracles in the days to come. 
Great is the spirit that I pour down upon you. Great is the anointing with which I anoint you. 40. You will stand strong. You will defeat the evil one. You will drive him back and leave his minions cowering with fear at your presence, for it will be my presence. The closer you come to me and the more you incorporate me into your lives, the more you will shine with my brilliance and the greater the miracles will be. And they will see and believe. 41. Do not cower and fear, but instead draw your sword and join with your brethren. United you will stand against the onslaught of evil and the minions of Satan. Mighty and strong will you be in the days to come. Don't lose faith. Don't give up hope. I promise that you will never be without my strong arm to defend you. I will be your strength when you are weary. I will be your shield when you fight intense battles. I will be there for you to give you great power to withstand. You will stand, my loves, and great will be the noise of your victories and conquests. 42. Great will be your glory in my eyes and in the eyes of those who look up to you for they will see that you are indeed the leaders of this generation. They will see, and many will be ashamed for their words against you. They will see, and many will believe that I have sent forth my armies, and that you are their leaders. They will know that I am strong on your behalf, and they will respect you and look up to you. Great are the children of David, and great will be the victories wrought by my hand. End of message from Jesus. 43. Mama. Praise the Lord for these marvelous promises, that although the world will get darker and more evil and the battles more intense, His power in us will be manifest more clearly than ever before. What you hold in your hands. 44. Jesus speaking. The new year of 2000 lies before you, like the blank pages of a book, waiting to be written upon. What you will write upon them, my loves, is up to you. I've given you the wherewithal to make the book of your life this year a bestseller chock full of wonderful and noteworthy events 45. I've given you the power from on high, the holy anointing of my spirit, the blessing and consecration of the balm of heaven. I've given you the new weapons of my spirit, the gifts of loving me intimately, of hearing from me. And of praising me I have given you the gift of living my law of love to the full, which creates unity, and I have given you the weapon of weakness, meekness and humility, which enables me to manifest my power more greatly. I have given you a direct link to not only the voices and guidance and counsel of heaven, but to all the power that lies therein. You have at your disposal the great God of the universe, and all his ministers, his angels, his spirit beings of every type 46. You hold in your hands the key to all that is good, all that is pure, all that is strong, all that is powerful, all that is beautiful, all that is wonderful, all that is right, all that is victorious, all that is triumphant. I've given you all that you need to come victoriously through not only this year, but all the remaining years ahead of you 47. You hold in your hand the key of heaven, and your part is but to take hold of, embrace, grasp, and never let go of it, nor of the precious treasures that it allows you access to. 
Never set aside this key or let it out of your sight. Never let its value diminish in your eyes, or else you will risk losing it or misplacing it and all that comes along with it. This key is your yieldedness and commitment to me, your desperation of heart to fulfill my will 48. You can never lose your place in my heart, nor your place in my kingdom. The only thing you can lose is the full power, anointing and strengthening for this new year in this new millennium. Therefore I charge you to diligently guard your hearts, your spirits and your channels. I wish to make the passageway between your physical realm and my spiritual realm a very short one. I wish for you to always have the key wherewith to enter my spiritual realm to receive all that you need to face what lies ahead. Only with the power, wisdom and guidance that you will find when you search beyond the veil will you have the ability to endure, and not only to endure, but to overcome. In the season of awakening. 49. Dark days are upon you, and although it may seem at first glance that all things continue as they were as the new year and new millennium begin, be not deceived. Keep your eyes, ears and hearts open, for great things are going to come upon all the world, great and terrible things, and great and wonderful things, all in their course 50. To everything there is a season, and a time for every purpose under heaven. This has been the season of preparation, and now it becomes the season of awakening. I'm awakening you, my children, and causing you to become more aware of what's happening in the spiritual realm and even in the physical realm, as Satan seeks to more firmly establish his stronghold upon the earth 51. I'm counting on you, my children, my brides, to awaken the world around you, to preach my truth boldly, to proclaim my message without fear and reservation. I'm calling upon you to draw many unto me, to reach out to those who are lost and who grope in darkness, even to those who know not that they grope in darkness, but who think that they see their way. These are deceived if they do not know me for they trust in their own gods, the gods they've made with their own hands, the gods of science, of money, of materialism, of intellect, of education of government, of humanity 52. So many are deluded, and I have allowed Satan's minions to roam the earth freely, deceiving many. You've seen the horrors that his evil and deceit have caused to flourish. Yet within this century you've witnessed only the beginning of Satan's greatest evil works. Many more of Satan's minions are about to be released now at the start of this new millennium, for this is his hour, his opportunity. It is the time when I allow him to spread his evil and his lies throughout the earth, for the great showdown is beginning. And why the greater power? 53. Satan's power is increasing, yet it is still no match for my power. His multitudes of minions are no match for my legions of heavenly warrior angels. Yet they must be allowed to roam the earth, to plague the hearts and minds and bodies of mankind to bring about much sorrow and tribulation, to bring about much deceit and delusion. Yet he will never overcome you 54. My power is much greater, and you, my children, though you be few in number, possess power in the spirit unlike any others on earth. Satan's minions guide and empower his earthly propagators, and these possess his power and his wisdom. 
Yet it is so puny, so weak, so minuscule, compared to the power of light and truth that is within you. My children, you have nothing to fear, for you are greater than they, and my forces are greater than theirs. Yet be forewarned and be aware that his minions will also roam the earth in greater numbers and with a greater power than they've had before. The greater power that I have given you is not only a gift of my love to you, but it is because you will find it necessary in order to withstand and overcome the increased attacks of Satan upon you. For he will try with all his power and might to hinder you and keep you from accomplishing your goal of preaching my gospel of truth to every creature. And the poisoning of the world. 55. The enemy will try to hinder you, my children, through personal attacks, through battles of doubts and fears, through pride and unyieldedness, through the temptations and trip-offs of the world and its trinkets. 56. He will also try to hinder my gospel being preached by poisoning the minds of the world, of those who know me not poisoning them through his widespread propaganda against faith and religion in general, and especially against any that appear unusual or strange, poisoning them through apathy and disbelief, poisoning them by causing them to believe in their own minds and power, causing them to believe that the might and wisdom of man is sufficient, and that they do not need me. 57. Be awake, be alert, be aware my precious ones. You are my gentle and loving brides, but you are also my warriors, my crack troops, my vanguard leading the way. You are now entering the day when all your training will be put to good use. You're entering the days when you must be extremely militant against the enemy of your souls, for he seeks to stop my message from reaching the ends of the earth. He seeks to stop those whom I would draw unto my kingdom of love to my haven of rest, to my intimate chambers, from finding me, and what Jesus depends on you for. 58. You are my emissaries upon earth. You are those who I am counting on to resist and defy and overcome him. I depend upon you to wage militant warfare against Satan and his ilk, and to fight and press forward with all that is within you to deliver my truth to those who are bound and blind and ignorant. So many walk in darkness. So many walk in delusion. So many grow blindly. So many are without hope, without faith, without truth, without light, without love. Do not leave them to their own devices, or worse yet, to the devices of Satan 59. Arouse yourselves and stir yourselves and fight for their souls. Rise up and challenge the enemy. Pull out the sword of my truth and my word, and employ the new weapons of the spirit, arming yourself with faith and conviction, and march forward to conquer. You are conquerors. You are more than conquerors, for you're on my side. I am the great I am, the beginning and the end, and I've already won the battle 60. The outcome is sure, I will be the winner, and Satan will fail. Yet the number of those who come to me and find me within this era of grace is largely up to you. These who come to me now, in this era, before I establish my kingdom upon earth, are those who become part of the more blessed category. You may think this unfair, but this is the way I designed and destined it to be. 
I leave it up to you and your initiative, fight and determination to ensure that as many as possible are given the opportunity to receive this, the greatest blessing and highest form of reward that can be given to my earthborn children 61. Will you give them what you've been given? Will you allow them the opportunity that was afforded you? I'm counting on you, depending on you, to bring as many as you can to me. For I love each one so dearly, so passionately, with such great tenderness. Can you not feel my love for them burning within your heart? Can you not feel the passion with which I yearn for them? Can you not see the tears that fall from my eyes as I plead and call for them to come to me? Be my hands to deliver this passion. Be my eyes to deliver these tears. Be my mouth to deliver these words of love and longing. Be my body to sacrifice and suffer and lay down your life for them, as I laid down my life for you 62 March forward and enter this new year full of faith, this new era of miracles and mighty works. These mighty works and miracles will help you to fulfill the greatest commission I've ever given, and which I now remind you of and earnestly plead with you to strive toward, preach the gospel to every creature. Make disciples of all nations. End of message from Jesus. Your commission. 63. Jesus speaking. My wonderful loves, my warrior brides, my commissioned officers, I have given you your commission that you should go and do mighty works in my name. Just as the armies of the world commissioned their officers, so have I specifically commissioned you, and I have anointed you with great powers. According to your faith be it done unto you, as you step out by faith and put me to the test 64. I will not fail you, but I will show my mighty arm, my power, my strength. I will be your help and your mainstay, and I will make it easy for you. The most important thing for you to do is to fall into my arms and let me hold you. Let me secure you, let me comfort you, let me kiss you, let me make love to you, let me fill you with my golden seeds, with my powerful spirit, with my strong anointing. And change is soon to be manifested. 65. On this night, New Year's Eve, great changes have taken place in the spirit, and these will soon be manifested upon the earth. Be prepared for much turmoil and chaos, for I am about to stir the pot. Just as I've given my shake-up to the family, so will I shake up this world 66. The world has become complacent and is headed down the road of destruction, and I'm about to shake it up and wake it up so that my true children who are still in the world will awaken from their stupor and again look to me but they'll need those who can help them. Those who can show them my light, my truth, and the way they need to walk in. Those who can teach them my word, who can instruct them in my ways and show them how to live for me. 67. Many recognize the wickedness of the world, but they know not what to do about it. They'll need your leadership once they have turned to me and have looked to my spirit for guidance. They'll need your assistance to help them to change, to grow in the right direction. They'll need you to feed them my nourishing word, for their spirits are very weak. They're famished. They need the milk of my word to nourish them back to life. They'll look to you for guidance, to lead them to me. 
68. Your job will be great, and you'll need my strength, my anointing, and my power more than ever. I'll give you the faith you need to do the job that I've called you to do. You've been in training for this day, but now is the time for you to take up your commission and go to work for me as fully trained and anointed leaders in my army. And take up your weapons. 69. Go forth with my banner of love waving over you. Let and rally my troops for the great battle of good against evil. Give them the faith to stand up against the wicked one by your symbol, your conviction, your strength and power in my spirit. Yield to me and let me use you. My desire is to use you to the fullest. You're my crack troops, those who are trained to use my latest weapons, my most powerful tactical weapons, designed specifically for the battle ahead 70. You can now train others by showing them what to do, showing them how to hear from me, how to praise me, how to love me more deeply, more intimately, how to call down my power from on high. Many will look to you in this day, for you are the ones who will be able to stand strong in the great adversity that will be upon the world in the days ahead 71. Now as you go into full combat against the enemy, you'll be able to use all the skills that you've been trained in, that I have taught you. You who know me will be strong and do exploits. There's no limit to how I can use you if you continue in faith, trusting in my power, leaning fully on me. Giving your hearts and minds fully to me, giving me full control 72. Take up your commission with full faith, and you'll be able to do mighty exploits in my name, in my power, with the anointing of my spirit. Many will marvel and they'll know that you've been with me, that you're my called out ones, those who I've ordained to stand strong against evil, against Satan himself and all his minions. So put on the full armor and take up all the weapons that I've given you and trained you in. Use them wisely and skillfully with my continued leading and help, and we'll march on strongly and unitedly in full force, to great victory. End of message from Jesus. A New Age Dawns 73. Jesus Speaking A New Age has dawned at the stroke of midnight on the eve of the millennium. I have called you as my fishermen and women to cast in your nets for this final great catch. You will cast your nets into the sea of this world, and when you draw them in they'll be heavy and full, looking as though they'll break. You'll be astonished by the catch that you'll see before your eyes. Whereas in the past you cast your nets and they came up empty, though you toiled all day and into the night, now you will cast in your nets and they'll be full. You'll be desperate for laborers to help you pull in the catch. For the harvest truly will be plenteous, but the laborers few 74. You'll grow strong. Though you're few in number, you'll be mighty in strength. Your unity will make you strong as you work hand in hand in my boat to bring in the fish, the final great catch that I will bring in before the time appointed when I will return to rule and reign upon the earth for a thousand years. End of message from Jesus. 75. Spirit Helper Speaking. Great is the company of them that publish the glad tidings. His word will be preached in all the earth, and then will the end come. The king has given the command that his word shall go out unto the ends of the earth. He has activated. 
his plan to bring the good news to all mankind 76. Now is the hour. Now is the hour to feed his sheep, to bring in the sheaves. Fail not in the great commission to preach the gospel to every creature. The boat is in motion, and the Lord has turned the rudder in the direction he has destined this boat to go. It will sail on the current of his spirit, which is blown to the four corners of the earth, activated to bring in this great and mighty final harvest 77. Call his children, get them on board. Seek out his lost sheep. Search them out. Your part is simple. You have but to offer those who come across your path the chance to get a ticket for a trip they'll never forget, feasting on the word all along the way. Fill out those address cards and send them in, for the Lord's line has gone out into all the earth and the time has come to reel in the fish. End of message from Spirit Helper. How am I going to make it? 78. Jesus speaking. You are my children upon whom the ends of the earth are come. You are those whom I have chosen and called, and I will make you faithful. You've wondered for many years how you could take the rigors of the end time, the tests that you'd be put through, the difficulties of the tribulation, and now you know how you'll be able to do so. It's because I'm not leaving you comfortless. I'm not leaving you to fight the battles on your own, in your own strength, with your own resources, but I myself am filling you and empowering you and giving you all of the forces of heaven to fight at your side. I myself am in you, filling you, giving you this new anointing, giving you all you need to face what's ahead 79. There's no reason to fear, there's only reason for rejoicing. You will do greater works than ever. And the reason that you will be able to do greater works is because I will be doing these works through you, because you've learned to lean on my might and power. Rest in me and trust me look to me and turn to me at every opportunity, asking me to manifest my power in you. When you begin to feel tired or overburdened or like it's too much, that's the time when I have to do it through you, and you'll know it. 80. It will never be too much for me, my children. Although you may feel that it's too much, remember that it's not too much for me I will be filling you every instant, every moment that you call out to me, with an anointing that is new, alive, powerful, pulsating with all the power and might that I have at my command. 81. You are my dear ones, my anointed ones, my called out ones, specially picked for this end time battle. I love and cherish and prize each of you. When I receive you to myself, we'll rejoice together for all the miracles that I will do through you in these coming days. End of message from Jesus. To the class of 99. 82. Jesus speaking. My brides, my loved ones, my graduating class of 99, I welcome you into the new era. A new era of greater words, greater love, greater joy, greater happiness, greater sacrifices. You've stepped forward from the school of preparation into the future, the end time. You look at yourselves as weak, incapable and incompetent. You look at all the mistakes that you know you're bound to make, but I look at none of those things 83. I look at your golden hearts, your true spirits, and the great love that you have, 
by sticking it out this long, you've proven your love for me. You will go on now from strength to strength. You will mount up with wings of eagles. You will run and not be weary. You will fight and not faint. You will be my great loves, my wonderful lovers 84. I'm so proud of each and every one of you. Yes, you were worth dying for, each and every one of you. You were worth everything I've been through. I would do it again and again and again for each of you. Please don't ever feel that you're too bad for me. Don't ever feel that I don't love you. Don't ever feel that I've forsaken you, for that is never, never, never going to be the case. Oh, my beautiful ones, my strong and virile ones, my mighty warriors, my fearless fighters, I'm so proud to lead you into this new era. I'm so proud of you, my wonderful end-time army. All hell trembles because they see that you are unstoppable. End of message from Jesus. Graduating to the battlefield. 85. Jesus speaking. The time to practice is over. I give my children advance notice, way in advance, so they don't have to be pressured and rushed in their training, but can learn through trial and error, from their mistakes, from their experience. 86. I've given you several years to sharpen your swords, and now the day of battle has come. You're graduating from schooling to the battlefield, to the march, to the fray. The time has come to test your mettle, to see of what sort it is. Has it been tried in the fire of practice to withstand the heat of the battle? Once on the battlefield there's no turning back, for my children, or for the world. The clock moves forward to the end. The world of the future has been described for you. Your plan for survival has been well explained and you've been given years to prepare for the spiritual warfare that is ahead. Metal, courage, spirit, or strength of character. The word is a variant of metal. The underlying meaning is the substance somebody is made of. 87. Stand and face the battle ahead. I will strengthen you and give you the anointing for whatever battle you go into. I will give you keen hearing. My words will flow over you like an oil, smoothly and easily. They will give you everything you need. Do not fear because of your lacks. Many of you will be surprised at how you will shine once you enter battle. You will rise up like doves with silver and golden wings because of the light and truth that will shine upon you. 88. The dove is very fitting for my children, a weak bird. Not a bird that is strong and a hunter. Not a mighty bird like the eagle, but a weak and simple bird, frail and small. Yet I chose the dove above all birds in my word to symbolize my spirit, my blessing, my peace. To this dove, my family, will I give silver and golden wings, as the song says. End of message from Jesus. What happened in the spirit? during the consecration ceremony 89 note in the message below when the Lord speaks of how significant the night of the consecration ceremony was it's the consecration and commitment which are most important to him not the night itself so if you didn't get to take part on December 31st for some reason and held your ceremony at some other time 
His beautiful promises apply just as much. 90. Jesus speaking. It was a significant night, a night when you separated yourselves unto me. A night when you dedicated yourselves to me by your obedience to come to me and love me and let me hold you and anoint you and bless you. A night when you made a choice to come receive me and be separate from the world. While they were partying and cavorting in their own spirits, you came to me and I came unto you and we had intimate communion 91. It was much the same as when I told the children of Israel, before their exodus from Egypt, to separate themselves, to go into their houses and close their doors and spend time with me, to mark their doorways so that the death angel would not enter. Those who separated themselves during the feast time on this consecration night were not only separated from the world, but I selected them to become part of a very special army 92. As my angels for the new era visited each home on this night, they attached themselves to those who sincerely came apart in heart and set aside this time for me. These angels are part of the new anointing, to equip you and help you in the days ahead. They will protect you and give you strength of heart, mind and spirit. They will keep you separated from the world and its pollutions and shield you from attacks of the enemy 93. They will help each of you to accomplish whatever it is that I've called you to do. Some of you will do witnessing feats. Others of you will heal. Others of you will prophesy. Others of you will have boldness and courage you never dreamed of having, so much so, you will hardly believe you're the same person. Others of you will witness miracles of provision. You'll witness all forms of miracles in your daily live 94. It was a very important night for those of you who dedicated yourselves to me as I equipped you for the days ahead. You may not feel any different or notice a difference right away. But when the time comes, you'll know that something has happened and that I am with you because of the faith and the courage that you will have in the miracles that will be happening around you. Wait and see. End of message from Jesus. The Secret Hollow. 95. Jesus speaking. My children, my beloved brides, my gentle lovers, you have entered into the secret hollow, a hidden sheltered valley like unto the hollow of my hand. In this quiet place of the spirit you've received the anointing. It's a place which is known only to you, me, and my father. This is a place shared just between us. It's a place not even the angels of heaven know of for it has been kept in its entirety for this ceremony. As you have come before me, and as each of you has knelt before me and been anointed by my representatives, so do I fill you now with power and might and spirit that you have not known of 96. I will set you free. I will set your spirits free. Your hearts will no longer be earthbound, but will sail into my arms on the wings of prayer. There you can unburden every care that has come to burden your heart. Every trial, every battle that you've faced, you can unburden to me and place within my hands, and let me kiss your heart and cleanse it and purify it and send it once more back into the fray. And chosen. 97. You, my brides, have a special calling. You have been chosen, called out, 
sought out through all the generations of all the children that have lived and of every person that has ever walked the face of this earth. You are those who have been chosen to walk through these dangerous final days of Earth's history 98. To each of you I've given a special calling, a very special place, an important place in my kingdom. You've been handpicked by me I know your every fault, your every failing. Yet I also know the great power which can work through you. I see your open channels. I see the way you raise your arms in love to me, the way you receive my spirit, and the way you let me empower you. Think not that this power comes from yourself, for it comes from the halls of heaven. It is released by my hand to you who come to me intimately and love me and receive my seeds, who are fucked by me and are held in my arms as you let me make passionate love to you 99. Only to you who love me intimately and have become so close to my heart can I give so many blessings. Only to you who love me and have taken me as your husband can I entrust the power that I give to you this day. And why you hold a special place. 100. There are many in this world who love me, many who know my name, and many who are called by my name, but there are so few who are willing to be my intimate brides. It's because of this that you hold such a special place in my heart. It's because of the yieldedness that you manifest and the way you're willing to do my will that you receive such a great anointing. It's because of your complete surrender to me and your yielding of every part of your heart 101. These are exciting times, times to look forward to and to praise me for. For as you enter the gates of this new year, you receive the new armor and the new cloaks of my anointing. I love you, my brides. Go forth from this place with a great joy and praise on your lips, with a song on your heart and with a sure and steady step. For you know that I am with you and that I love you, that I will never leave you nor forsake you. You are mine for eternity. Go now in strength, believing that I am by your side every moment. I hear your every prayer and I call out to you to come to me, come to me in the bed of love and be loved of me. 102. You've answered, you've obeyed, you've surrendered your will to mine and you've become my brides. Go now in my anointing and in my power and let your faces shine with the glory of my spirit. End of message from Jesus. Be proud to be Mrs. Jesus. 103. Jesus speaking. My beloved brides, reach out to me now. Stretch forth your hands. Reach out to me with the hands of faith, with the hands of desire and longing. Reach up to me touch the contours of my lips. Feel them. Know that I desire you, that I love you. Reach out to me grab a hold of the hem of my garment. Pull back my robe. Come to me touch me pull aside my garment. Behold my desire for you. Behold my majesty. Behold the rod of my power my spirit, and see how I long for you, how I love you and desire you. 104. Thank you, my loves, for coming to me. Thank you for being my willing brides. Thank you for marrying yourself to me. Thank you for accepting my love, for accepting the rod of my spirit. Thank you for desiring my seeds, for sucking them, for wanting them, for wanting me with such passion and desire and longing. I've promised that when you desire me with your whole heart, 
You'll have all of me when you cast aside the things that don't satisfy, the things that have not made you happy, and you look only to me, I will fill you with all of me, I will give you all of me. 105. Doesn't it feel good to be called Mrs. Jesus? Doesn't it feel good to be my bride? Isn't it wonderful? I love the way you love me. I love that you're young and exciting and hot and passionate. Aren't you happy that I've called you to be my new brides, my new church, those who are ever young and lively in me, no matter what their age in the flesh? Would you want to be part of the old church, the dead, the lukewarm? Isn't it wonderful to have this wonderful relationship, this hot, sexy relationship with me? Who would want anything else? 106. I've not called you to be my mistresses or my secret lovers. I'm proud of our relationship. I speak plainly that I married myself to you and you to me, that I've chosen you and you've chosen me. You have accepted to be my brides, my young, new, exciting, hot, wild and free brides. Is it anything to be embarrassed about or ashamed of? 107. Are the wives of important men in the world and those who rule the world ashamed to be married to their husbands? Are they embarrassed to be the wife of a president, prime minister or king? No more should you be embarrassed to be married openly to me, to be called Mrs. Jesus 108. You are my brides, and I want to show you off to the world. I want to let your light shine. How sad that the whole world is flooded with darkness and lies. And there are so few of my children to be lights in comparison to the great darkness. I send you forth to be my light, the light of the world. Your light will not be hid. It will shine brightly. This light comes not from yourself. It comes from being married to me, from being my bride and loving me. 109. My seeds are magical. They are luminescent seeds, glowing shining and vivid. When you take them in, they shine. They can't be hidden. They become part of you, and they glow. They glow in the dark. The more seeds that you receive, the more you'll shine, the more you will glow in the dark 110. So take hold of my magic rod and let me pump you with my golden magic seeds. Let me fill you with light. Let me pump you with the spire of my spirit and spurt my seeds into you. Let me fill you to overflowing. I have so much more I want to give you, more and more and more. I want to love you more. I can't get enough of you. Let me love you. Let me love you. Let me love you. End of message from Jesus. 111. Vision. I saw Jesus. He was smiling so big and happy. His robes and garments were open and pulled back so that you could see all of him. He was reaching out to us, calling us, his bride, to come sit on his lap. He kissed us and blessed us, like in the consecration ceremony, only rather than being down on our knees, we were sitting on his lap, straddling him with our face to his and kind of leaning down on his shoulder 112. After he blessed and anointed and kissed us, we then went out into the world, which was pretty much in total darkness. 
But although there was darkness all around us, we were glowing and giving off light. It's not that we were glowing ourselves, though it did seem that our faces and heads were shining brightly. But not only were our faces shining, we were also kind of transparent, and inside of us could be seen the Lord's golden, glowing seeds, moving around in our hearts and bodies and giving off light. They were fluorescent, not a weird, bright fluorescent color, but luminescent in the sense that they were glowing 113. We were happy and proud to be carrying the Lord's seeds inside us, and we went about our business of letting our lights shine in the darkness. The feeling I had was that the glow of the seeds would get fainter after a while, and we would go back to the Lord, who was always there, waiting for us to come back and get filled up again with his powerfully glowing seeds of light. We could always come back whenever we wanted to or needed to. End of Vision here come the greater works. 114. Jesus speaking. As a man and his wife are partners in marriage and the wife gains access to what the husband possesses, so it is with you and me I give you my power, my anointing, my spirit in greater measure than ever before for the days which lie ahead. As I did when I was in this world, so will you do in the days which are upon you now, and are even at the door. As I healed the sick, gave sight of the blind, made the cripple to walk and raised the dead, so will you. I grant you the same power, that you might do greater works in the days to come than I did 115. I grant you these gifts because the time is short and the days are evil. A flood of iniquity is about to be unleashed upon the earth, and where iniquity does abound and darkness does spread. My grace does much more abound and my light is shed abroad even brighter. So I give you these gifts that you may shine more brightly than ever, that I may be lifted up in that all men may know of me and my power to save, to heal, to protect, and to grant eternal life. 116. Be consecrated now, cleansed, set apart, purified, made new, that you might will these gifts in lowliness of heart and freshness of spirit, seeking me always, praying without ceasing, listening always for my commands and even my requests. For I would ask you gently and tenderly to do my will, like a man would entreat the love of his life to fulfill a request for him. And are we worthy? 117. In granting you these gifts of greater works and greater miracles, I ask that you use them for my glory, not your own. I ask that you seek me diligently as to know when to use them, how to use them, where to use them, and what to do. These things I will show you as you come unto me, asking. As you ask, you will receive. As you seek, you will find. As you knock, you will receive. I will open doors for you in these days that no man will be able to shut and close doors in protecting you and keeping you that no man will be able to open 118. Now is the hour of your brilliance, the time when you will magnify me throughout the earth more than ever before. It will be a glorious time, so let not your hearts be troubled for the days ahead 119. Fret not for the things that shall come upon you or upon the world, for I am still in control, and that's why I grant you these powers. Neither fret yourself over how you will use these gifts, or whether you're worthy or not. 
My gifts are not earned by worth, nor are they bestowed only upon those who are special in some way. My gifts are given by grace, and I've chosen even the foolish things of the world to confound the wise and to bring to naught those who think they are something. So I grant them to you freely, my dear loves, as gifts of grace. And when you need it. 120. When you need these gifts, they will come. Though they may not be apparent today, or tomorrow, or the next day, or the next week, when the time comes, you will have them. When the need arises and the opportunity comes, so will the gift 121. In the meantime, be diligent to seek my face continually, drawing close to me fervently. Be nourished and fed by my word, meditating upon it, for this is vital to your faith and to your preparation. Be filled with my love, and let it flow on others daily, and so shall my love overflow upon you. End of message from Jesus. And yet more gifts. 122. Jesus speaking. In this day of new gifts, new power, new anointing, I will do mighty and spectacular works through you. However, I will also give you other gifts which will be largely unseen, and not so outwardly noticeable 123. I will give you the gift of faith, pure, simple, childlike faith, which trusts me absolutely and stands on my word, saying, it is written. This is the sort of faith which can move mountains and even cast them into the sea 124. I will give you the gift of wisdom, the ability to use the knowledge which I've given you over the years in a wise, discerning way. For you will be so in tune with me that you will detect the slightest nudge of my spirit, the merest breath of wind from my whispers advising you what to do. As you follow it, you will have wisdom unlike anything you've experienced in the past 125. I will give you the gift of knowledge too, not the gift of worldly knowledge, but a supernatural knowledge of how things work, of what is to come, of what to do, and when, and how. It's a knowledge that comes from me, for you will have my mind on matters 126. I will give you a gift of discernment of spirits as well, for many spirits are in the world in these last days. You'll be able to sense the presence of my lost children and the desire to fill their spiritual vacuum, and be able to meet that need. You'll also be able to sense the presence of those who would oppose you and your preaching of the gospel, and will know how to avoid them or how to give an answer to them when they ask you a reason of your faith and your witness. And ask. 127. Oh. There are so many gifts I have for you, my dear children. There are the seen and the unseen, the obvious and the less open and apparent ones, the showy ones and the hidden ones. Ask and receive, that your joy might be full, and that my power might be manifested through you 128. All these gifts are for my glory. All are for my purposes. All are bestowed upon me to bestow upon you. For they come from the Father of Lights, in whom there is no variableness nor shadow of turning. He does not waver in his goodness, in his giving, in his love, in his mercy, in his care of you, my beloved brides 129. Waver not in your love for him, in your witness, in your passion for the truth, 
in your care for your mates and loved ones. Shine brightly, my loves, and light up this world with such light and power of God as has never been seen before. I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. End of message from Jesus. Onward Christian Soldiers 130 Vision I saw a line of soldiers, dressed like those on the cover of the letter, where poppies grow. They each had a drum and were all drumming. One of the soldiers stepped out of formation to give me this message. 131 Departed soldier speaking. The drums are sounding in the distance. Hear the sound of drums. The soldiers of the Lord from the realm of the spirit are preparing for the day of battle. Many of his children who died as soldiers in the wars of man have been retrained and are now gathered together to stand with you as you face the foe, that one who will stand up proclaiming that he is God 132. Greater is he that is in you than he who will oppose you. Greater is he that will fight for you than he who will fight against you. Greater is he who will triumph in the end than he who will tribulate you. Greater is he within you, and so great you shall be, for his word shall come to pass as he prophesied greater things than these shall ye do. This is the day of greater things, greater progress, greater victories, greater miracles. Great and mighty is the Lord who has called you, who also will do it. 133. The bugle is sounding. It's time to fall in line. Come! Forward march. End of message from departed soldier. The armies of heaven. 134. Jesus speaking. The armies of heaven are mighty and powerful, thousands of thousands, brandishing weapons, mounting steeds, going forward into battle before you to clear the way. They are prepared as you are, anointed and commissioned. So do not fear and do not hold back, my armies of heaven and earth 135. You've been chosen and anointed for the task ahead, just as you've been chosen for all that you've been called upon to do in the past. Have you not seen me fight for you and bring you through? It hasn't always been easy, but I never promised it would be easy. Yet I have promised the victory in battle 136. I've chosen you to be end-time warriors, and now you'll better understand the term elite troops, especially when you see the anointing that will be upon you. When you see the scriptures opening up to you. When you see how I've given you understanding of them and of the events around you. When you see the discernment, faith, courage and conviction that will make you new men and women 137. Old things will pass away and you will be new creatures in me, soldiers of the end, separated and set aside for special use and a special calling as warriors of the faith. End of message from Jesus. Abundant Spirit Help. Available. 138. Dead Speaking. Haunted houses will have nothing on what's going to happen in this new year. A few spirits hanging around a house is nothing in comparison to how many legions of spirit helpers you guys are going to have hanging around your houses, angels and spirit beings and departed saints and family members who've passed on, like me. They're just clamoring up here to get down there and help you. 
They have so much they want to do to help you out and to inspire you. If you could only see them. 139. They know where so many treasures are too. There are rooms and rooms full of new treasures still to be passed down, and these guys can help you find them and mine them. There's so much your spirit helpers want to do for you. They're just waiting for more and more outpourings so they can get to their stations on Earth where it's a bit easier for them to get through to you and help. Just keep opening the floodgates and asking for their help and they'll be tumbling down, swooping into your neighborhoods, into your homes, filling up your houses, inside, on top, and all around, so eager to help you. Will you? It's gonna be pretty crowded 140. You've got to ask the Lord to show you sometime what legions of helpers he had for you. It's really fantastic, even by heaven standards. They're just everywhere, waiting to be called on by you, so don't hesitate. Call on them as often as you want, as often as you can. I know you're used to calling on the Lord for help, and even calling on me once in a while, but now is the hour to call down the forces of heaven, many helpers, to be at your side and to fight with you 141. Times of trouble or trial are their SPE shall tie. The Lord gives them special powers and anointings and gifts to help you at those times, so avail yourselves of them as often as you want. Let them rain down and help carry you through these last days. Don't hesitate. All they need is your call even your whisper, asking them to help you, and they'll be there. Whatever the need, they've been there, done it, seen it, heard it, and are eager to help you through it. That's part of the new anointing, all the spirit help. Don't miss out on it. 142. Get on the bandwagon and get excited with delight over all the treasures that will be poured down with this new anointing. It's the culmination of all that the Lord and I have taught you over the years. It's finally all coming together. The picture is being made clearer. Now you can see what's happening and what all the paint spots were on the canvas. You thought maybe they were just blotches of color, but now you can see how they're blending together to form a picture. It's not totally clear, but you're starting to be able to make out some of the shapes and soon you'll see the full picture. 143. So keep watching, praying, reading, loving, waiting, witnessing, giving and growing. It's not going to be all that long till we'll be swapping stories here in heaven about all the wonders that were performed in the last days there on earth. I love you. I'm praying for you and rooting for you. End of message from Dad. Outpourings. 144. Mama. In the preceding message, the Lord said our spirit helpers are just waiting for more and more outpourings so they can get to their stations on earth where it's a bit easier for them to get through to you and help. Since we certainly need all the help we can get, we asked the Lord how we could have these outpourings 145. Jesus speaking. In order for there to be an outpouring of spirit help, there are several factors that must be in place 146. First, there must be a need, and it must be my time in the spirit. In some cases they must wait, 
for it is not yet my time 147. Second, those on earth who they need to help must be open to the help, deserving of it, and asking for it. They must be yielded, at least to a certain extent. The conditions in their spirit must be right and ready 148. I cannot help those who refuse my spirit. I cannot help those who insist on their own way or think they know it all. And at times I must wait, for it is not yet time. But when it is my time and the conditions on earth are right and you are asking for help, the helpers of heaven rejoice, for it is time for another outpouring. As it is now, this year, the family is being purged through this shakeup and is becoming more worthy of the tremendous help that I would give. Each one is becoming more open to the spirit and the things of the spirit, and is yielding more. And it is my time. It is a new era. So call them down. Ask for their help, for they are waiting and willing to give it. End of message from Jesus. New weapons. In heaven. 149. Jesus speaking. I have sent my spirits and spirit helpers forth to you, the children of David, that you might avail yourselves of them. They long to help you. They long to speak to you, to guide you. They long to become more real than ever. They long to be close to you 150. These spirits that I have sent forth are not ordinary spirits. They are mighty warriors of the spirit. They bear with them all the armor of the heavenlies. In their hands are the mightiest weapons that have ever been known to the heavenly realm. They carry these weapons not in vain, but for your defense. And they carry the sword not as a mere symbol, but as a means of protection and defense for you, my children 151. New weapons do they also carry, weapons that are unimaginable to you, for their like has never been seen on earth, not even in science fiction. Not even in man's wildest dreams have these powers been imagined 152. Some have hinted at the rudimentary weapons of my spirit world, the swords, the blessed streams from the eyes or hands, but these are just the basics. These are a standard weaponry of the spirit, but the angels that I've assigned to you bear with them new weapons of the power of my spirit, new armaments, fresh from my inventive centers of heaven. Never before in the history of earth or of heaven have these weapons been used 153. The reason they've been pulled out now, and my warriors have been armed with them, is in part due to your yieldedness. It is also due to the darkening of the forces of the spirit world. The devil has upped his weaponry and he is also pulling out armaments that have never been seen or heard of on this earth before. Greater darkness does he possess, just as we of the courts of heaven possess greater light. But fear not, for though his forces bear heavier arms than before, so do my angels and my protectors. They are even stronger than ever and are well prepared to meet his onslaughts. They are well versed in the use of these weapons and the devil will be no match for them. My forces are in control. They have the power of my spirit with them. They bear on their arms the bands of conquest, an armor and training of heavenly legions. 154. Did I tell you about armor in heaven? 
Each legion has their own insignia engraved on each piece of their armor, much like the armies of this world do. They wear armor as a symbol of my power and might. This armor is alive. It's not like the dead, cold plates of metal that the armies of this world have worn. This armor pulsates. It's charged with energy. It's filled with the power of my spirit 155. Each warrior wears the armor of his company as a statement of rank and classification, so that all who meet him or her may know what band he or she is from. It's also a reward and in recognition of their faithfulness to me and of their training 156. Each piece of armor is accompanied by special meaning in the spirit. As each one completes a level and moves on to the next, more is added to their armor, making them more powerful and more valiant than before 157. There's still the process of training here in heaven. Each one must go through basic warrior training, but there are special warriors, much like those who choose to be Navy SEALs or special ops soldiers on Earth. These go further in their training and take their training far more seriously. Each angel and ministering spirit must know how to fight the enemy, so they all go through basic warrior training school, but these of whom I am speaking are those who have been called and designated as fighters for me. 158. These do not stop at the end of basic training. They continue to learn more about the weapons of my spirit. These are my warrior angels and spirits. This training and rank is not limited to angels. Any spirit or saint who wants to enroll in these classes and special forces training may. It's a matter of choice. Some don't feel they need this extra training, for I've called them to other forms of service, but the school is open to all who wish to further their skills 159. There are special companies of angels in heaven, special troops who have completed the highest levels of training. These are those who I am sending to you. These are the most powerful fighting angels in heaven. I use the word angels here not only to mean those who are created in the heavenlies and have never walked on earth, but also those who are departed saints and spirits. The use of this word is simply for ease of speech, for there are many who are not angels per se in my armies. What do heavenly weapons look like? 160. Mama. The one who was receiving this message from the Lord then asked if the Lord could describe the weapons somewhat to help us visualize them. 161. Jesus speaking. This spiritual is different than the physical, and it is difficult to describe spiritual beings and weapons of the spirit in physical terms. They must be seen in the spirit, visualized in the spirit, for they are only fully understood in the spirit. Nevertheless, I will use your words to paint a physical picture of these things to make them clear 162. These weapons are mounted on the warrior who bears them. They are as extensions of light which merge with them and become a part of them. They integrate seamlessly with their being and become a part of their nature. You've seen in some sci-fi movies how they strap a certain weapon on. However, those weapons are always an external part of their being, whereas these heavenly weapons take on your form and shape and become one with your body 163. 
Upon taking up one of these weapons, your entire body is hit with an intense energy force as my power rushes through your body. This is one reason why it's necessary to train to use them, for you must learn how to handle this experience. Then the beams of light begin to integrate themselves into your arm or leg or some part of your form, for not all beings in heaven bear the same form as humans do 164. Its structure begins to melt into your form and become one with you. It's almost like an implant, but then it becomes a part of your being and is seamlessly worked into your form. It's not as though you're wearing some unwieldy gear or cumbersome blob at your extremities. It becomes a part of your being so that you are one with it and it with you. Your weapon then becomes so much a part of you that it is commanded by your thoughts, just as a part of your body would be. This enables you to bear the most powerful of weapons and yet have complete freedom of movement and agility. You are not held back by these weapons. There's never a need to drop them so you can pick up something else. They're a part of you 165. The reason they're so powerful is because they've been linked to the powerhouse of God. This is the energy source for all of heaven. They have a direct link to the personage of God himself and embody all the power that is his. Do you understand the power of this weapon? I'm not just talking about a laser beam or a flamethrower. I'm talking about such immense power that a nuclear explosion is a mere flicker by comparison. 166. It's the ultimate yieldedness that makes these weapons possible. It's the complete surrender to the Father that causes the power to flow. If at any point in time one's heart is unyielded, the power ceases to flow till they once more surrender to the Father in His wishes 167. That's a very brief description of one of the new weapons that has been afforded to you via your heavenly warrior angels. There are others which are worn as a helmet, a breastplate, armbands, headbands, anklets, sandals, or a belt. There are so many varieties of weapons that it's not possible to explain them all here, so I have chosen to give you a sneak peek into one of the most powerful ones that you might be inspired by the might and power of the spirit, and so you might picture the things of my spirit world in a new way 168. While these warriors also bear the sword, it's not standard issue. They don't need swords for many of these new missions that they're being sent on, because they now have a new form of power and protection. They still wear their blazing swords as a symbol of rank, but they now have many other weapons to fight with. Like you, they too have learned to put on the new weapons of this new day. What you see on earth is a reflection of what has happened in the spirit. My troops have been upgraded, just as you have. End of message from Jesus. More on spiritual weapons. In heaven. 169. Jesus speaking. The freedom and privilege of choice, and the privilege of growing and moving forward with the new moves of my spirit, carry on into the spirit realm. Not only do my children on earth make choices as to how much they choose to learn and how closely they choose to follow me and how much they're willing to sacrifice and make greater commitments to me, but those in heaven make similar choices 170. Those who choose greater dedication and commitment continue to progress.
These are the ones that I will entrust with the new spiritual weapons and the power and anointing that come with them. Yes, there are new weapons of the spirit that are being given to the spirit beings, but these privileges and blessings come because of their decision to make the sacrifices needed, to follow me closely, to follow 100%. Some choose to go forward, and some choose an alternative 171. Spirit beings can choose a time of relief from the spiritual battle, to take a time of furlough in order to be strengthened to fight on. They can choose to fight on, or they can choose to give up the fight altogether, as some have in the past, as you have read in my word. Even my light bearer made the decision to follow his own will. There is freedom of choice. End of message from Jesus. Our unique anointing. 172. Jesus speaking. No one has had the anointing that I have reserved for you. This is a special time and a special place in the history of mankind. All that has happened before was only in preparation, leading up to this time. Both in heaven and on earth, men and spirits alike have looked forward to these days, to the end of time that has come upon you 173. I'm now bringing my end-time family out of the cocoon of their preparation to rise up and stand as witnesses in the midst of these wicked and perverse nations. They will have the anointing to shine with the light of the truth, to speak the words that I have given. My family will be as a city set on a hill, whose light cannot be hid. That city will shine, for it is the city in which I dwell, a city of living stones. Many others will also have a portion of the same anointing, some more than others, but the greatest portion has been reserved for you 174. Reach out now with your hands of faith. Believe that these are my promises. The hand of faith reaches out and receives. It grasps a hold of the gifts of the Spirit, the gifts of power, miracles, my strength. The gift of encouragement in a time when people's hearts will be failing them. Gifts of love to help and encourage others. Gifts of healing for those who are broken. There are many great and powerful gifts that will cause people to see and know that a prophet has been amongst them. The miracles that you do and the word that you speak will be a fulfillment before their very eyes of all that has been said by my prophets down through the centuries and most of all through the words of David 175. The warnings, the directions, and all that has been spoken shall be fulfilled. All that has been given shall be fulfilled, for this is the time ordained. Reach out by faith. Ask and you shall receive. The gifts that you need to perform the tasks that I will lead you into are yours for the asking. The believing heart will do many mighty works beyond your imagination or what you've heard or seen or thought possible. End of message from Jesus. A power to reckon with. 176. Jesus speaking. My darlings, my brides, I love you. Let the wind blow. Let the wind of my spirit blow through your hair and your body and your very soul. Be touched by my spirit. Let it swirl and whirl and flow right through you. This is not the gentle breeze of my caresses that I'm talking about. This is the mighty wind of my mighty spirit, the power of my love fucking you wild and furiously. I want you to know of my might and power. 
I want you to partake of my power. I want you to be overwhelmed by my power. I want my power to become a part of you. With that power you will conquer the nations, the hearts of men 177. Because of this power you will be a thorn in the evil one's side. Though there will be only a few of you when compared with the multitudes of the world, you will be a power to be reckoned with. You'll certainly be feared by those who are in the know, for they will see your power and they'll know of the source. They will tremble. And because they fear you they'll try to stop you, but they cannot. They cannot stop my power that is within you. So take up your commission and take up your anointing and take up the power that I am endowing you with. Go and do battle with the evil one. And it has begun. 178. On this selfsame night, New Year's Eve, Satan himself is commissioning and anointing his own. As you have consecrated yourselves to me, so his do consecrate themselves to him. As you have gone to a secret place, so they have gone to a secret place, hidden even from the view of the world. As they make their evil pacts and vows, they also receive their anointing. Their anointing is not one of good and peace but one of evil and destruction 179. As the masses party and revel in their drunken stupor, blinded to what is happening around them, two significant things are happening in the spirit. Both my beloved brides and Satan's boys are receiving their anointing, one for good and one for evil 180. Take not this consecration lightly, for it is not a light matter. It is a weighty and powerful anointing which grants you much power, my power, far greater than Satan's forces and his evil counterparts. The masses do not know what is going on. They don't know the great war that is waged in the spirit. You yourselves barely know the significance of what's happening. But have faith that what I say is so. I tell you, it has begun. The end has begun and you will begin to see the signs more clearly. Things will start to move at a much faster pace 181. My loves, take this new anointing and cherish it. Look out through the eyes of the flesh, but look through the eyes of the spirit. Pray to my father that he will open your eyes and give you a glimpse into what is happening in the spirit. Most of all, pray for a believing spirit, so that whether you see or not, you will believe. The time has come to go forward to battle 182. Thank you for receiving me this night. Thank you for receiving your anointing. Thank you, my brides, for giving your all to me you will not be sorry. Your place next to me is reserved, and no others can take it. Great will be your reward. I love you with an everlasting love. End of message from Jesus. Reserved. 183. Jesus speaking. We are knit as one. Such intimacy has not been experienced by anyone before you. I have reserved this especially for the children of David. You are my bride and complete the whole picture of my bride throughout all ages. I am yours, your husband who wishes to move in you, through you and manifest myself in you that the world may see who I really am, end of message from Jesus. How will we work miracles? 184. 
Jesus speaking. You ask, why is it that we don't see more miracles on this earth? Why is it that other Christians seem to have greater manifestations of the Spirit, greater outward works, whereas it seems that they are few and far between in the family? The answer is that you have been prepared to do even greater works 185. By coming to me and fucking me and loving me, you've been filled with greater power, and your works will be far greater than the works of the others of my children who have not given me the same level of commitment 186. This is not to say that the works they do for me and the things I do through them are not great, for they are. Yet they are but meager manifestations of the greater works which you will do because of the way you have come to me you've given your all, therefore I can give you my all. You will have greater faith to ask for greater miracles from me, so I will do even greater works through you. The things you see others doing, the occasional healing or big miracle, are but drops in the bucket when compared to the miraculous displays of my power that I will manifest through you. And why will we be leaders? 187. Why do you think you're going to be the leaders? Why do you think others will come running to you and know that you are the ones that I've chosen to lead my children in these last days? It will be because the spirit and power will be so strong in you that nothing will stop you. You'll be able to face any difficulty, any odds, and be able to call on my power and help. This will prove to others that you are great in my eyes 188. Because you've been willing to be made humble, because you've been willing to be despised and little in your own eyes and in the eyes of the world, because you've been willing to endure the scorn and the shame of man, I will highly exalt you. I will call you by my own name, and because of this you'll have divine power and anointing that will far surpass any of my children on earth. I don't say these things to lift you up in pride, for only through humility will these things be performed 189. You know that you have no strength in yourself. You know that you're nothing and can do nothing, and this is the greatest power. Because when you lay down your strength, you can pick up mine, and that's where the power lies, in my strength. It's because of this that you will perform great miracles. It's because of your humility that you'll be able to make full use of my power 190. That's what these days of preparation have been all about. They've been teaching you to avail yourself of my power and my strength, for that's the only way in which you will be able to receive the power from my hand to do the miracles that will be needed. That's one of the main reasons that I've been emphasizing so much the need for you to learn to be humble, to love me intimately, to praise me, for in so doing you avail yourself of my power and the strength that you will need to make it through the days ahead 191. When you do these things, you are in essence saying that you have no power on your own. You're stripped of all that would hinder you and you accept my power. You know you can't do it on your own and that I must do it through you. This is why you will do great works, because you've learned to lean on my strength and use my strength, not your own. Your own strength will only hold you back and tie you down, but my strength will be sufficient for the task at hand 192. Gird yourselves with the weapon of humility, for in this lies the strength you'll need in this new day. End of message from Jesus. A new anointing for the king and queen.
193. Mama, here's something the Lord gave through one of our staff members for Peter and me. It's very encouraging to know that the Lord is giving us a greater anointing for this new year. We're certainly going to need it. The Lord also says some very encouraging things about you and how much you've grown and progressed, and will yet. 194. Jesus speaking. My King and Queen will have a greater anointing to lead, to speak, to rule, to discern, to love, to give my words, to shepherd and to care for my sheep and my folds. My voice will be their guide more than ever before, their instructor, their all-seeing eye leading them safely wherever they go. It will give them strength to do the daring, faith to step out on the water, faith to go forward without wavering, faith to make decisions, to take risks when I show them to and as I lead them 195. My children will grow up quickly this year, and this will make the job of the king and queen easier. All my shepherds and sheep around the world will take on more, more responsibility, more anointing. They will hold more tightly to my word and put away foolish things, and this will cause them to grow and be more dedicated and leave behind the weights that drag them down. They'll become more single-minded and dedicated, more committed and single-hearted 196. It will be a year of wonderful growth, far surpassing former years. The family will be more inspired and on fire, and this will help you, my king and queen, in your responsibilities and the crown that you carry. End of message from Jesus. Firepower from heaven. 197. Jesus speaking. Oh, the sight of it. The glory of it. The majesty and the power of it. All that the prophets have dreamed of is fulfilled this night. The host of heaven all sing and shout and rejoice. The angels stand in awe at the sight of my end-time bribes. Even among the angels there does not shine brilliance such as I rain down upon you now 198. What a sight to behold, heaven's glory descending upon you, my faithful brides who received my holy consecration. Oh, the wonder of it, the marvel of it, the mystery of it, the might of it, the splendor of it, the majesty of it, my supreme power and glory poured upon you, my anointed, my consecrated, my sanctified brides. It is done. You are holy and consecrated. I seal it with a kiss. I've branded you with the firepower of my sword of truth. I cover you with fresh anointing. I strengthen you with the light and might of heaven. 199. Nothing in all the universe nor in the worlds beyond can match the brilliance and the glory with which you will shine before the nations. My dear brides, believe and receive, for in this lies your strength and power. Hold on to your faith and never look back to hundred. I have promised and I will deliver. The devils do see and they tremble. Oh, how they shake with fear, for they know deep within their hearts there's nothing they can do. It's out of their reach, out of their power. As long as you, my brides, believe and receive, it's out of their realm and jurisdiction. They can't touch my anointed, for my hand is strong and mighty to work on your behalf. Though Satan has loosed his own to run wild, 
up and down and across the four corners of the earth. This one thing they fear, they fear you, my anointed, with your believing hearts and unwavering faith, for they know that in your great faith lies the victory and the power. 201. Note from Channel. I hear bells tolling. Magnificent bells are chiming. It's beautiful, as if they're all tolling or chiming in beautiful harmony. It's not just loud noise. It sounds like hundreds, maybe thousands of bells, all tolling in beautiful chimes, all in harmony. It's outstanding. It's not blaring, booming noise, but it's beautiful, like a symphony of bells all blending together in the most amazing melody. 202. Hear the symphony. The bells toll, the chimes of the heavens ring out in honor of this monumental event. Hear them ring, as they toll in perfect harmony. Hear them herald the new era, the day of greater works and mighty wonders, the new anointing of my intimate end-time brides. Hear them play in perfect harmony in honor of my brides who accept my holy consecration. End of message from Jesus. 203. Vision. I see an incredible display of light. It's light of all colors, brilliant light, glowing and shining, magnificent. It seems to be singed to the bells. The chimes are in sync with the light. 204. It's gorgeous, all this light shooting out all over the place. I'm looking up at the sky and it's like light is streaming down from the heavens. It's raining down on us, the family members all around the world. On the globe there are markings, these little pins and flags, each one representing a family home. I can see them stretched out around the world, in China and Russia, Europe, Africa, the Americas, Australia and the East. There are these little flag markers all over the globe, and the light is shooting down on each one 205. It's brilliant and powerful, and it's giving off warmth. It's gorgeous, spectacular. I've never seen anything like it. The light seems alive. It's regenerating, giving off strength and power 206. Now I can see it pouring out on family members. I see not only the little flags marking the homes, but I see faces of family members standing there basking in this light streaming down upon us. It's like we're transformed, revived, charged with the power and strength that's coming from the light. It's not only light that's streaming down, it's mixed with rays of a sparkling, glowing substance. It looks like liquid gold. I see it streaming in a steady flow. This incredible light mixed with this sparkling, glowing substance is shooting out and streaming down in perfect sync with the beautiful chimes of the bells. It's like a symphony of light, color and sound. End of Vision 207 Jesus speaking Behold the golden elixir of heaven in steady stream poured out upon my chosen and faithful and true. Because you have knelt before me in lowliness of mind and heart and in humility, I pour upon you this fresh anointing. In proud display, I shower my anointed with the light and power of heaven. This is my face shining upon you, my brides, for all the world to see 208. In the days to come they will see, 
and they will know you have been consecrated and sanctified to me all the world will know that our hearts beat as one. As I and my Father are one, so will all the world know that we two are one, I and you and you in me. 209. So great and so marvelous is the glory of it that the repercussions of this day will be revealed before all the world. What I have consecrated tonight in our secret chambers will be broadcast across the nations in the days to come. Think not that it is a small thing, merely a token action, for so great and so marvelous will be the repercussions of this night. What I have done in the privacy and intimacy of our inner chamber will be noised abroad. All the world will know that you are mine. There is no shadow of turning 210. The days of greater works have begun. All the world will stand in awe as the glory and might and power of my strong arm is made manifest through you, my darlings, my faithful, adoring brides 211. I reveal to you the glory and might and power of the heavens, my display of heavenly light and power. As men's fireworks light the skies around the world, I remind you, my loves, there is no comparison. Man's inferior attempt to light the skies in celebration is but a poor counterfeit of the fireworks of heaven. The light show I put on for you will continue to shine in the days to come, as I continue to pour out my strength and power, causing my face to shine upon you till the very end. My light show and the fireworks of heaven will never end, for my power and strength for you are continual and without end. 212. Let this encourage your hearts. Nothing man can muster up can compare to the might and power and strength I put in your hands this night. Though man's display of fireworks would seem brilliant and beautiful, though you may look at them and marvel, there is no comparing them with the glory and light that I pour down upon you 213. Remember this in the days to come. All that you will see and behold at the hands of man, his marvels, his technology, his wizardry, is but a counterfeit, a cheap imitation of all I give to your hand. Whatever display of power or glory that man can muster up will be but chaff compared to the glory, splendor and might that I will manifest through you in these days of greater works 214. Man's light shows at their best, though his lights do sparkle and shine, are but for a moment and vanish into thin air. They boom at the sounds of bombs and the sound of war, for this is what is bound in the heart of worldly men who turn not to me but I rain down upon you my heavenly light and power and strength, that which is true and lasting and forever. I do not give you fleeting beauty, that which goes up in smoke, nor the hellish sounds of war. I sound the bells in your honor, as they toll and chime in perfect harmony, heralding to the world the era of greater works which has begun 215. I show you this in private now, but in the days to come every eye will see the fireworks of heaven. On your behalf, at the request of your lips, I will light up the skies. My light will shine upon you in proud display, and all the world will know we are one. My heavenly fireworks will illuminate the skies in the days to come at the touch of your faith at the sound of your command. All the world will see my mighty power made manifest through you. They will see and stand in awe, and they will know that there is no comparison between the works of man and the mighty works I perform through you, my end-time brides. 
End of message from Jesus. Stepping into the future. 216. Jesus speaking. I has not seen, nor ear heard, neither has it entered into the hearts of man the things that I have in store for you. These are not just vain boastings or false promises, but I say to you, all the promises that I've given to you, the children of David, will come true, each one. There will be a day when you will look back and marvel that you ever questioned or doubted, for my power will pour forth from the halls of heaven in a gushing torrent now that I've anointed you with this fresh new anointing as you enter this new era of time 217. As you receive this anointing, and as your faith increases because of this anointing, so will the mighty works that will be wrought by your hands increase. It is my anointing and your faith working together that will bring the miracles that no man has seen before. This faith is faith that must grow. It grows through the word, through listening to my voice, through obedience and yieldedness, and through the exercising of this faith, and the claiming of it 218. So watch. Watch as you grow in faith. Watch as those around you grow in faith, those who listen to me, who follow me, who obey my voice, who spend time in the bed of love with me, these are they who will grow in strength, faith, power and might, because they will take my anointing and will mix it with faith, and the combination will cause explosion after explosion. It's a powerful mixture, the anointing of God and the faith of man 219. Rejoice at that which is to come. Rejoice at the victories I will win through you. Rejoice in the anointing that I have poured upon you, and the faith that you will manifest in the year ahead. This is a time of rejoicing, a time of stepping into this new era. This is the time for stepping into the future, the future that I have laid out for you. The future of the fulfillment of my promises. The future of the victories ahead. The future that brings you ever closer to eternity in my arms. End of message from Jesus. 220. Mama. Thank you, our precious love, our wonderful husband, for your many promises. Thank you for the powerful weapons of the spirit that you've given us, and for how you're going to help us fulfill the commission you've given us. Thank you that even though the world is getting darker and more filled with evil as the Antichrist takes over, you will enable us to do greater works than ever as we yield to you, hear from you, and follow you explicitly. Thank you for the new anointing you've given us, the many treasures of your spirit, the faith, courage, conviction, power and gifts we need for this new era, and the extra spirit helpers to assist us. We love you. Jesus 221. There will be another Gian following this one, with more promises and instruction from the Lord for this new year and new era. Don't miss it. Copyright 2000 by the family.